When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we're all realizing that the quality of our air, and particularly the quality of our indoor air, is really darn important. I'm so excited to tell you about Puro Air because in 30 minutes, this device will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called a HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. I keep my Puro Air running upstairs where the bedrooms are all night. I love that it's quiet. Cleaner air just hits different, doesn't it? Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at getpuroair.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. One more time for the people in the back, getpuroair.com. Well, hello and welcome. My name is Stephanie Safarian, and you're listening to episode 400. Oh my gosh, I've done this 400 times. Episode 400 of the Sustainable Minimalist Podcast, which is, by the way, if you just happen to be tuning in at episode 400, this is a show about intentional and eco-friendly minimalist living. On today's show, we're continuing our Buy Just Once conversation, and I am doing so with Tara Button. Tara Button is, and I must say, she wears a lot of hats. She is the author of the book, the nonfiction book titled A Life Less Throwaway, The Lost Art of Buying for Life. She is also the brains, the founder of buymeonce.com, which was a true resource for me as I started out on my sustainable minimalist journey a handful of years ago. And you'll hear Tara and I talk about <laughs> my journey and her website and how it all fits together in today's episode. But just a quick reminder here on Buy Just Once Week, we're discussing how and why and where to find those buy-for-life products so that we step away from disposability and step into what Tara calls mindful curation. Tara, so excited to have you on the show. I love your mission. How are you? So well, yes, we've got sunshine in the UK. We're so celebrating. <laughs> well, I want to talk to you about buymeonce.com, but I first want to talk to you about the fact that you were once a card-carrying member of the Impulse Shopping Club, and that is a direct quote. So what changed for you from being a card-carrying member of the Impulse Shopping Club to somebody who starts a website and writes a book all about the art of buying for life. What changed? It's so true that I was almost completely out of control. It was almost a joke in my family, like don't let Tara go shopping, especially not with my father, because we're both we were both the same at that point. It's like don't don't <laughs> it's not safe. <laughs> they shouldn't go out together with a credit card. It's not okay. So what changed was I was given a Le Creuset cooking pot for my 30th birthday from my sister. And it was this kind of very strange thing where you wouldn't expect a pot to have any effect on your life at all. But it was the process of 
owning this pot, using it. It was such a beautiful thing. It had a lifetime guarantee. I knew that it was the kind of item that I would pass down to my grandchildren. And I was like, you know what? Like everything I else I own is complete rubbish compared with this pot. This pot will last a lifetime. And I've just been buying things that are like, oh, this will do for now. Or, oh, I like this. I'll grab it. And I realized that when it came to thinking about the long term, my buying had just that hadn't even been part of my process. And I loved just the experience of using this pot and thinking about it so much that I was like, you know what, from now on, I am going to buy the Le Creuset of everything. And I'm going to find a website, there must be a website out there somewhere that finds the longest lasting stuff and puts it all together. And I'll go there and I'll when I can afford it, I'll just each item in turn, I'll take it off my shopping list. And that'll be me done. I just love the idea. And so I went looking for this website, and it didn't exist. And I was like, how can there not be a website for the longest lasting stuff? That's just a no brainer. Then the more I thought about it, the more I realized that there was huge environmental ramifications if you actually bought a long lasting item rather than lots of throwaway items. Because obviously every item you buy, it needs to be dug out of the ground. It needs to be manufactured. It needs to be packaged. It needs to be shipped. It needs to be stored. And so every time that you just buy a long lasting item and don't replace it, then the environmental savings are huge. And that was actually that that gave me the passion to start it. Because since I was a child, I've been very interested in the environment. And so I was like, nobody's doing this and nobody's talking about it either. Someone needs to connect these things between product longevity and the environment. And once I'd made that connection, it just wouldn't leave me alone. It like stalked me, kept me up at night, this idea. I started to research in my spare time looking for items that lasted a long time. And I basically put them together on what was essentially a blog. And then in early 2016, this blog went crazy viral around the world. And suddenly Ashton Kutcher was all like, I love this. And I was being asked to go on CNBC and all the things that happen on television when you go viral happened to me. And within the thousands of emails that I was suddenly getting every day was one from a literary agent in America saying, hey, you need to write about your philosophy. And I was like, do I even have a philosophy? It's just buy long lasting stuff, isn't it? But then actually in the process of taking him seriously and sitting down to write this book, I realized there's so much more to it than that. And that's when I shaped what was to become conscious buying or mindful curation, as I call it in my book. Hmm. It's interesting to me that in 20, it's not interesting to me. I know this is happening, but it's interesting to me that it's happened in which being a mindful consumer or buying products for life or durability, however we want to phrase this topic, that is a new philosophy in 2023. I just find that so interesting because it's not new at all. Our ancestors, even heck, my great grandmother, my grandmother did this. It wasn't a philosophy. It was just a way of life. And now throwaway culture, as you call it, disposability mindset is what I call it. It's just so prevalent. Like the thought of buying for life, buying for durability is now a new philosophy. And that's crazy to me. You mentioned the environmental implications of throwaway culture, but I read your book. I really enjoyed it. You also mentioned in the book that 
our ultra commercialized world in which we're buying stuff, replacing stuff, et cetera, et cetera, over and over again is designed to leave us broke and lonely. Can you speak on this? Because I think the broke aspect of this statement is quite clear. We keep buying stuff, we're repeat consumers, et cetera. But the loneliness um, aspect, I think, is quite interesting. It's a new take. So how is our ultra-commercialized world designed to leave us, you and me, broke and lonely? It's a really interesting phenomenon, and there have been some interesting scientific studies on this, that when we are made to feel like consumers, when we are told that we should be thinking about what we can get and what we want and what we as individuals can can get, it stops us from thinking about the more community aspects and the more citizen aspects of our lives and friendships. And it's almost like a seesaw effect. If you think more about one thing, you're automatically thinking less about the other. And, and it's just there's just been this trend of this kind of individualistic consumerism. The consumerism essentially creates this hyper-individualization about what you deserve and what you need and what you should get rather than thinking about community, connection, friends, experiences, all of these things that actually are the things that make us happy in life. And so having all of these messages constantly constantly shown to us, it's not like advertisers are sitting there like, let's make all these people miserable. It's just that they're trying to sell to you. They're just trying to sell to you and they're just trying to do their thing. And we're on the other end of it, getting all these messages. And every message that you get just makes you think of me and what I need and what I want and what I deserve, rather than thinking about like, how can I make the world better today? How can I connect with someone more today? What does my community need? And there was this very interesting scientific study where they had a a kind of a game where you have to share water out in a village environment. And the only thing between two groups of people that was different that they tested on was one was called citizen water project test. And then it was consumer water project test. And the people who did the game with citizen on it were much more collaborative. They were thinking about sharing out the water, making sure everyone got what they needed. And the people who had the consumer water test were like, I need to get my amount of water and I don't care about you. And it's very different mindsets from being a consumer to being a citizen. And I would highly recommend anyone interested in this to check out the work of John Alexander, who's written an amazing book called Citizens. And it's all about essentially how we can save a lot of the problems that are going on in the world today through this idea of citizenship. Yeah, I often refer to myself and my listeners on this show as consumers, and I am hereby saying I am not doing that anymore, because when we refer to ourselves as consumers, we're pigeonholing us into a box and forgetting about all the other aspects that make us us. We are so much more than a wallet (laughs) with money in it to spend. When we look at ourselves and others through the lens of consumers, it naturally makes us put ourselves first and our needs first and our wants first. And the pandemic, that is the perfect example to what we're talking about. The hoarding, I don't know how it was over in the UK, but the hoarding of supplies, me first and you, forget about you, (laughs) 
<laughs> during the pandemic was rampant because again, we saw ourselves as consumers with money. And so we take as much as we can without thinking about the collective, which is crazy because research time and time again finds that well-being, happiness, lasting joy comes when we see ourselves as part of a collective, a community. And so I just, I love that you make that distinction, but our conversation would be incomplete if we didn't discuss the privilege issue associated with buying these long-lasting products. In 2023, you say, but not you, but we say, me, I say on the show, buy for quality. Then somebody inevitably sends me an email and says, but buying for quality is more expensive and not all of us can afford it. So can you speak on the privilege issue here as it relates to anti-throwaway culture? I think it's a huge problem, actually. I would say it's almost there's a poor premium. It's so much more expensive to be poor because if you, for example, need a washing machine, you buy the one you can afford, it breaks in two years, you need to buy another one, it breaks in two years, you buy another one, it ends up costing you more than the person who could upfront afford the washing machine that could last a long time. This is the case across a lot of products. So I would say that this is actually an issue that I'm really passionate about. And what we want to see is longevity becoming almost like a, a right. We want, and I'm going to use the word cons- consumer here, because it's a consumer's right to have a higher quality product. Because unfortunately, what's happening now is manufacturers are manufacturing to the quality they feel that they can get away with. They're like, how flimsy can we make it? How little money can we put into making this product to make it as cheap as possible without it causing huge complaints? They'll do what they feel they can get away with. And little by little, what has happened is we've essentially been trained to expect everything to last less time. Our grandparents would never put up with a toaster that broke in 18 months they would be absolutely appalled. There'd there'd be massive complaints. But now we're like, oh, well, it only cost $15, $20. I'll just get another one. It's no big deal. And so we've been trained on that. If you are struggling to buy for quality, I would say the best thing to do is use the likes of Buy Me Once as research. And I really don't mind people doing this. Find the types of products that will last longer and then go buy them secondhand because they still will be a longer lasting product secondhand than they would be first up. Well, I just want to talk about the tension, I would guess there may be with regard to revering buy for life items. I know you mentioned your blue Le Creuset pot that really changed the course of your life and your work. And it sounds like you revered it, you loved on it. It made you see that there's a big difference between quality items that are designed to be not just used for your life, but passed down to your children, your grandchildren, versus the disposable junk that's on the market. This pot taught you that. But there's a tension here because when we have something and we care for it and we love it, 
isn't that just then like the epitome of consumerism and consumption, like ultra revering a thing? And I'm not saying you're wrong for loving this beautiful pot. I'm just saying if the solution is to step away from thinking a thing is going to solve all our problems, isn't revering buy for life, buy once, buy forever items, isn't that the epitome of consumerism? I think this is a really interesting question and not one I've had before. So thank you for this. And I'm thinking about this and trying to unpick it. I think when we when I talk about loving something that, that lasts and loving this pot, it's a kind of, for me, it's like it's, it goes from consumption to stewardship. There, I have something in my life that has been made so well that it is worth taking care of. And, and I then take stewardship over it. And this item is, it has the ability to last not just for my own lifetime, but to help other people. It's also the type of item, I would say, that I try to encourage people to skew their money towards because it's the type of item that creates experiences, cooking for the family, getting everyone together. It's not an individualistic item, I suppose, from that point of view. I would say that in terms of loving on an item, I would say it's more about care. It's more about care and consideration rather than this kind of individualistic, this is what I want, this is what I deserve, which is what I feel that type of thinking alienates us from other people. It's not about hoarding. It's not about, I have this thing. It's about, okay, so I have this thing and I'm going to take care of it because it has the ability to last. It's worthy of being taken care of. And if I take care of it, it will take care of me and allow me to have all these experiences. Love is potentially too blunt a word. So yeah, it's not loving something for loving its sake, like having something for its status and how you feel about yourself. It's not actually about you. It's about the relationship that you have with the world, I suppose. Is what I'd say. Yeah. I As you're talking there, I'm thinking about how rude I was for even giving you that question. Because if the if it's between two options, on one hand, buying stuff and throwing it away and having no care or concern for it or the planet or the resources that went into creating it versus caring for something and passing it down and infusing perhaps not love but care and compassion into this thing then wouldn't you obviously choose the latter either be a unconscious waster <laughs> or somebody who reveres stuff like if it's between the two maybe there's a middle ground that we're not nailing down right now but if it's between the two it's obviously caring for the better made item and passing it down obviously <laughs> So Tara, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, I want to really get down and dirty and talk about buymeonce.com. So we'll have a quick sponsor break, and then we'll be right back. 
Hello, Sustainable Minimalist listeners. Are you committed to living a greener and simpler life? Well, meet Home Threads, your ally in more sustainable and minimalist home decor. As the total destination for decor and furniture, Home Threads helps you define your minimalist lifestyle while respecting the planet. Discover their exclusive Haven collection. They use many sustainable materials without compromising on style. And here's the best part. Home Threads always has the best value. It was time. After nine years of living in our home, it was time to replace our outdoor furniture. And my husband and I, we went to Home Threads. We have a Home Threads patio umbrella and a new bench. And oh my goodness, we are so in love. Create a home that reflects your commitment to the environment. Visit homethreads.com slash sustainable and get a code for 15% off your first order. Homethreads.com slash sustainable. Love where you live. So many of us have chaotic closets that are crammed full of clothing items and yet somehow we still have nothing to wear. Well, upgrading to high quality and affordable pieces from Quince when you need them is a game changer. They offer organic cotton sweaters and washable silk tops. My 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters are my go-to. Not only are they affordable, but the quality is top-notch They wear better than the cashmere sweaters that are double their price. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash sustainable podcast for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash sustainable podcast to get free shipping and 365 day returns. One more time, quince.com slash sustainable podcast. And we're back. Today I'm speaking with Tara Button slash Tara Button during the break. Tara told me that her name again is pronounced Tara, and she likes it when I do it in my American way, Tara, because she says it makes her sound like a pirate. (laughs) Tara Button is the author of A Life Less Throwaway, The Lost Art of Buying for Life. She is also the founder of BuyMeOnce.com. And Tara, that's where I really want to spend the rest of our time today is to talk about your website. You aptly described why you created it. There was nothing else like it in 2016. How do you choose the products to feature on your site? Obviously, they must be long-lasting and durable because the site is named Buy Me Once, but how do you choose the products? This is a kind of a process that has changed over time, but we've honed it. And the way The way we approach it is we look at a particular type of product, for example, say a frying pan. We're like, frying pans, right, we need to find a long-lasting frying pan. So we start thinking about why do people tend to discard their frying pans? Why might someone get rid of their frying pan? What's the weakest link there? And so for with a frying pan, it's either the nonstick goes or the handle gets wobbly. What we do is we look for brands out there who have solved for those main weakest links. For example, the frying pan that we have at Buy Me Once, certainly in the UK, is all made out of one piece of metal and it has a a nonstick surface that can be replenished 
indefinitely. Even if it rusted over, you'd be able to get it back to a non-stick surface through seasoning. So it's that type of design, the, that type of use of materials that we're looking for to solve the problems of why people might throw it away. Sometimes it's about more design elements. And so when it comes to design, we always tend to go for the more timeless side of things so that it's not a product that's going to look fatty in a couple of years time and encourage people to give it away. Okay. So I have a lot of things to say and I have a lot of questions. So I guess I'll just ask my questions, rapid fire format. The first is what about electronics? I mean, 2023 electronics and appliances specifically, I should say, are riddled with planned obsolescence issues, cheap parts, etc. How do you solve for this? When it comes to electronics, what we're looking for is fixability, essentially, because we know that electronics are high turnover, high failure. And so we're looking for the types of companies who allow for repairs in the first place. There are many who box up their electronics. You can't get into them. Even if you knew how to fix it, you wouldn't be able to. So we, we look for brands who are like the opposite of that. And they create modular electronics. So we have a modular hoover. So if one part goes, it doesn't mean you're chucking out your whole hoover. It means that a new part can just be slotted in. Same with same with phones. We're looking for yeah a real openness to to repair. Obviously, long the longest warranties we can get. We'll look for that as well. But I find with electronics, it's still pretty poor. Okay, so I think it's about time that I talk about my experience with your site, and you answer my totally personal questions that I just want answers to because I'm curious. (laughs) I found your website, I would say maybe around 2018 when I was looking for a site to, again, tell me what's the long lasting durable products that I can buy for just the one time. Consumer reports, these other independent testers of products, they're helpful and such, but they also often come with a subscription. So I have to pay the $40 a year, let's just say, to access their reviews. And I found your site. I was specifically looking for a blender because the blender that I registered for at my wedding in 2011 by 2018 had broken and I was so mad about it. I was so furious (laughs) that this thing that should be lasting more than six years broke. And so it brought me to your site you had recommended the Blend Tech Blender. And I thought to myself, what is this? Everybody at the time was talking about Vitamix, I think it was. Vitamix. Everybody loved Vitamix. But you had suggested Blend Tech. And so you suggested Blend Tech. I went to some other places, read the reviews. Blend Tech sounded right. So I bought the Blend Tech Blender. That was 2018. It's 2023. I use my blender every single day. I love it. It could blend rocks. So thank you for that. <laughs> However, you no longer have blend techs on your website. Why not? That will it will be, it won't be because we don't want it. It will be because they have changed their policy for how to work with external people. We used to be when we were a blog, we had a bit more freedom in that we could just send people to any other site where they could buy 
things that we loved. But now we're an actual shop. We need to set up commercial arrangements with our brands as well. And so those commercial arrangements don't always last, which is really upsetting for us because we obviously loved the Blendtec Blender and we wanted to work with them, but it will be potentially because they didn't want to work with a smaller shop or I'm not sure exactly why we just why they decided not to work with us but it wouldn't have been because we didn't like them anymore yay for Blendtec blenders keep on buying them even though they don't love us anymore (laughs) so yeah I mean that brings up a good point which is I think circa 2018 ish when I bought this blender you were more affiliate based so I didn't buy it directly through you I bought it through some third party that you sent me to But now your site has completely revamped and you're selling specifically on your site. Does that mean then that your opinions are biased because you're only working with brands that are willing to be sold specifically on your site? Like how can the average, I don't want to say consumer, I'm going to say, how can the average listener feel confident that your recommendations, the stuff that you're selling on your site is truly long lasting and you're not just selling it because they're willing to work with you. I think people would pretty quickly work out that we weren't selling the right stuff if we just worked with the people who just wanted to sell with it. We would only ever work with people who we believe meet our criteria, essentially, because at the core of everything we do is trust, essentially. People need to come to us because they trust that we do the research properly and that we're only working with brands who are actually long-lasting. Otherwise, we lose all credibility. So if we think that a brand has lost quality or has changed their manufacturing processes or it aren't living up to the standards, if we get complaints, we will take them off and we have. We are very much quality over quantity uh, when it comes to Buy Me Once. We're about having the right brands on there rather than having all the brands on there, if that makes sense. That does make sense. And it seems to me as though in a world in which, again, I got to use the word, but consumer confidence in brands is so low at an all time low, perhaps like we expect our stuff to break. It's almost as though we buy the cheaper items because we know at any price point, it's all going to break. So why not just buy the cheaper item? Because we know we're going to have to replace it. You and your site is running on trust that the products that you're selling and offering are meant to last. And so if you lose that, then you're no better, right? You lose everything. Yeah, it's everything. So you probably likely put a big stake in it. But what other resources are there then for listeners who are listening right now and you know, want the Le Creuset, let's say, but you don't sell it, or the Blendtec. Are there websites like yours with the affiliate links that we can just go and buy what's recommended? Yes. So there is a site in the US called Well Rigged, who I would recommend people to check out. They have lots of affiliate links. That's how they work. I think they're pretty good. I haven't gone through all of their product listing, but I believe that they have some of the same criteria. So definitely check them out. But yeah, use us as a resource. And also, I guess, check out the 
book for how to do it yourself. I think that's in some ways a bit more important so that when you're in a shop, you really, you know what to look for because it's not always the case that you have all the choices in the world. So if you're choosing within a particular shop or a particular environment or within a particular pool that you can afford, knowing what type of materials to look for, what type of construction techniques to look for and what type of design to think about. I would say that's probably the most important thing you can do in terms of educating yourself on finding a long-lasting item. And so that brings me to another important question, and thank you for those resources. But I know you are UK-based. I have a lot of US-based listeners can they still fully access and shop from your site? We have a US site. It has slightly less products on it than the UK site because we are UK based and most of the team are here. But you can also check out the UK site for ideas and and then you may be able to find those products as well in the US. But do check out the US site too because it does have some really fun stuff on there too. I want to ask you about your personal top five-ish products that your site, buymeonce.com, recommends. But before you say yours, I'm going to slide mine in here, if that's okay. 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 Go for it. We call them nylons. You perhaps call them hosiery. Like here in America, you buy them at the pharmacy. They rip after literally one wear. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like nylons, tights? Yeah. I, know, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yours last. And I'm just so excited to finally find a brand that I've never heard about, first of all, that makes hosiery that I can wear multiple times. So I just want to preface this question by saying that's my top Buy Me Once product. Now you take it away. Sure. So I would say my favorite ones, some really beautiful, they're not Tupperware because they're made out of metal, but they're lunch boxes that you can take on picnics, you can take them to work, you can take them to school with food in them and they don't leak and they don't warp in the dishwasher and they don't go nasty and orange if you put spaghetti bolognese in them. And so they're beautiful, lifetime guaranteed, forever Tupperware boxes, and they're made by me, and you'll find those on the site. So there's, we've got a stack of them here, and we just we just love them. We had, I had a chef friend who came over and was like, oh, these are amazing. Yeah, we're big fans of those. We have the, I guess an equivalent to, to Le Creuset that we have on the site is Savoir Selects. It is that, that cast enamel, beautiful colored cooking pots. And I would say having one of these is just an experience that changed my life. It might be, it might change yours as well. Who knows? They cook beautifully. They look beautiful. You don't even want to put them in the cupboard. I have mine on my kitchen shelf, just out there being its own ornament. And yeah, it's the kind of thing that you can pass down to your grandchildren. They might even want it. That's quite nice. But the more techie people out there, I'm really excited by the TerraCube phone. It has the longest warranty of any of any phone out there it's four times longer than the warranty on an iPhone and you can actually change the battery yourself can you imagine (laughs) 
you're actually able to change the battery yourself. How long has it been since you had a phone since you, you've been able to do that? But it's a smartphone. It's an, an Android smartphone. It has all the gadgets you'd expect from a smartphone, but it lasts a lot longer and is much more fixable. So that's pretty cool. I really like the Duluth and Flowfold bags because they're literally made out of like bomb proof material, like ballistic <laughs> material backpacks. If if you're having to sleep on it in the in in the dirt, it it works pretty well. And they stand by their guarantees at Duluth. I heard about someone bringing a Duluth pack back after something like. 80 years and they still fixed it for him or replaced it for him I thought that was that is class that is the kind of brand that we want to work with someone that stands by their brand through thick and thin I love that kind of story and then again on the kind of more appliancey side we've got a completely modular vacuum cleaner if anything goes wrong just a small module of it can be repaired rather than chucking the whole unit out which is obviously very expensive i have this vacuum myself it's particularly excellent and uh, yeah love using it so i'm glad to hear that because i am actually in the market for a new vacuum cleaner and you're selling me on this because it has a five-year warranty which is about the amount of time that my last vacuum broke but let me just ask you since i have you is the suction power to get up all the junk in my house good enough with a battery yes <laughs> all right all right it, there it, it is it, you sold it, me it's it, it it's it sucks big time <laughs> as they say <laughs> well tara slash tara i so enjoyed talking to you i learned a lot and i'm 100% on board with your life work and i thank you so much for giving me your time today i really appreciate it thank you that's been brilliant thank you Listeners, that's a wrap. My friends, episode 400 done and dusted. Let's just say a quick and collective woohoo for reaching 400 and then let's dust ourselves off and move on. Here's to 400 more. On tomorrow's show, so we will be here tomorrow for headlines. Headlines is, I'm just going to be honest, headlines is not all that optimistic or positive tomorrow, but that doesn't mean you should stay away. You should still listen. Please take 30 seconds and leave this show a rating or review. That is the number one and most non-consumer way of helping the show grow. So thank you so much. That's your good deed for today. And while you're at it, leave ratings and reviews for all the shows you listen to. I promise good karma will come your way. Every single host will thank you. I'll see you tomorrow for headlines. Reach out if you need me and take care.